0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, my name is Bryce Watts, and this is the NF Ladies Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk exclusively to the women in the NFL to learn about how they navigate this life in the league. The players are always the ones in the spotlight, but I want to highlight the women who are the support systems behind the scenes. Let's do it. Welcome back to episode 20 of the NF Ladies podcast. I am coming to you after Thanksgiving break. I released my episode 19 with Lauren Robinson and then I took a break in between just to give myself a breather and obviously to celebrate Thanksgiving with my family. This time of year, I really like to kind of just slow things down because my mind is always racing to a bunch of other stuff during the year, so just taking time to spend time with family, making good food, making desserts. I'm big on baking, so doing stuff like that and everything holiday-related. I do want to talk a little bit about Lauren Robinson's episode, that one looking into it without even talking to her first, just messaging her, and then looking into her profile and the things that she's done. I was getting emotional because i was looking into things that are not in my world things that i've never had to experience because i am not in that phase of my life and something that even people who are having children something that you never think will happen and obviously you never want to happen so talking to her and and even reading up on some of the stuff that she does before was moving to me just how she has taken control i don't want to say taking control of the situation but actually used her own experience and her own loss story to then go and mentor and help other women and families who have lost a child. Because like I said in the episode, and actually like Lauren said, you don't want to talk about it while it's happening. You, want, you can talk about it after and you're through the pain and everything is over. But while it's happening, it, see, it seems very personal to you. It is very personal to you whatever the situation may be, whether it's the loss of a child or it's just a hardship that you're going through, nobody wants to talk about it while it's happening. You feel more comfortable talking about it after it's been resolved and you're in a happier place. I mean, the same thing with Instagram. You're not gonna post when you're going through a hard time or you're crying or something is happening in your family, in your life. You're gonna post about the good things because you wanna look at that stuff. You wanna remember that stuff. You don't wanna highlight the bad parts that are happening in your life right then. So for her to take charge and really pioneer the way for people to talk about their loss and the things that they are going through is really important and that's really valuable and very helpful to women and i told her even if they don't say even if they don't comment even if they don't like the post they don't repost it nothing like that they're just sitting back and consuming it and being a consumer of the content and even going on our website and doing it anonymously I know people really appreciate that because maybe they didn't want to do that. Maybe they don't have the strength to go on and do that themselves. Maybe they can just repost her letters that she writes. She writes letters to mamas so that they can repost on their stories. And the person who needs to see it, hopefully will see it. That being people who are the support system of the mama who has lost a child because she told me a big thing is coaching even the families and the friends of those who have lost a child, because a lot of times that those people don't want to say the wrong thing and they don't want that to trigger an emotion or a memory in that person. So they just block them out. And I said to her, yeah, I kind of, I think that I've done that actually where I don't know what to say and I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I've kind of just held back and been reserved and not said anything. But like she said, that is when she needs, that's when people need to have their family and their friends close the most. That's when they do need the support. So she looks to also help coach those people and tell them what they can do, what they can say and just. You, you feel like maybe you're going to bring up a situation or a memory or a feeling that they don't want to remember. But if it's something like that and if it's something tragic, of course, it's going to be on their mind. It's always going to be on their mind. You're not going to trigger that memory because the memory is living with them daily. So just talking to her about that and the way that they have directed their life in a more peaceful situation now or a peaceful direction from the NFL, which is a complete 180 pivot. Because where you are moving a lot, where everything is go, 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 everything is fast, but just her reevaluating her life and her family and what they want to do in the future. And just finally turning her life and their lifestyle in that direction to slow down and just live the life that they want to live and live in peace and have that peace around them and just really figuring out what is important to you and then cutting out everything else, which is something that I think we can all do in our lives is just cutting out the things that don't make you happy, cutting out those things that are causing stress that are unnecessary, the unnecessary stressors. And I know with New Year's coming up, everybody is going to make a solution. So maybe that could be your solution, cutting out the fat of your life, cutting out everything that you don't need in your life that gives you stress. I know that's something that people actually say on their social media, like cutting out the people who are not bringing anything into their life. And it seems to tend to move towards Those type of people, but not just the people, the situations too, maybe the situations that you put yourself in unknowingly or the situations you feel like you have to put yourself in if they don't bring you happiness or if they're not pushing you forward or progressing you in the direction that you want to go, whether that be in your occupation or your family, then to let that go and just live a more peaceful life. And this isn't even anything that I had planned to say. This is all just me thinking in the spur of the moment about the conversations that we had had and how much I did learn from it and being able to reflect on it for a couple weeks. So go listen to episode 19 with Lauren Robinson. She is an amazing speaker. She uses her voice to speak for mamas who are going through a loss and who are going through the same thing that she went through. And she wants to pioneer the way for others to be able to open up and share their stories and begin their own healing process. All right, and having said that, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I know a lot of you who are in different states from your families right now probably had a Friendsgiving and hosted it. You either hosted it or had it at somebody's house. I know that Chad and I, actually Chad even wasn't there. The ladies, uh the Houston Texan ladies, we had a sort of potluck Thanksgiving. I don't know if it was so much a potluck as one of, the ladies, Melissa Qualley, thank you very much for hosting us. Just ordered stuff from a restaurant. I think I brought like a ham, a ham, you know, like a crock pot that I made when I ended up walking outside and immediately started dripping. So I had to put it down and clean that up in the hallway. And the puddle actually, I think is still there. It, somehow it stains the concrete floor. But I hope everybody had a great Friendsgiving if they couldn't be with their family and you guys ate lots of food and got super stuffed. I know that some of your significant others played a game on Thanksgiving, and I hope they didn't get back too late. Actually, last year, I believe the boys got back at like 11 p.m. because I don't remember it being that late when I was watching the game, but I do remember that I had all the stuff set out for them to eat because I ended up bringing a, a... I guess a doggy bag of a bunch of different types of food so that my boyfriend and our roommate could eat Thanksgiving dinner. So they got home really late and just ate that food that I brought home. So they were able to eat some type of Thanksgiving food, but they were gone all day because you travel the day before and then you kind of just hang out. at the place for a day, and if you had a late game, you are waiting for the game to start at the end. So, I know that some of you had guys that you had to wait for and watch uh, the games on TV and you couldn't celebrate with them, but I hope it was still a fun and fulfilling Thanksgiving. And I hope that you guys have connected with each other on the teams at this point, because I know some people like to stay a little bit more to themselves or they're busy with their jobs and they don't really reach out to a lot of other women, especially during the holidays. And I know that can be hard, especially during the holidays when if you didn't reach out to people and you don't have a friend group, it's a little bit harder to start reaching out then when people have kind of known each other and you've kind of gotten to a rhythm at this point in the season, but this year, I, Chad and I spent it at each other's houses. So we were at my house and then we went to his house so we could be with each other's families for Thanksgiving. So we got two Thanksgivings, which is great, and a bunch of extra food in the fridge to keep us going for a week after that. And we, I'm thinking back to when I actually did have a Friendsgiving, I hosted it in college. We invited all of our soccer friends and football friends to our house and just had a whole extended table and had good drinks and good food and it was more like a potluck style but that was really fun and some of our friends who are actually in the league right now went to that friendsgiving so it's kind of funny how that worked out having friends in college that also went into the league is pretty cool because you watch the progression from college up until the NFL because that I mean that's my reason why I do watch NFL more than college now because I don't know anybody who's playing college football right now so I'm not super invested as I am to watch our friends who are now in the NFL And what was nice about that friend group is even the football guys, the football guys who Chad had lived with, I was actually friends with them even before I had started dating Chad, or I'd hung out with them before, or knew of them before as well, so they were friends outside of being Chad's girlfriend. And that was a time that I knew people really liked me for me, because those are still our friends now, our friends that that we hang out with during off-season. Only when Chad got drafted did I get people in college who didn't really know me, but when they met me, they were able to start a conversation because they knew Chad was drafted. So I get that too, like having, trying to have a connection with somebody because I know everybody tries to do that. Like I'm sure some of the guys have gotten this where they talk to somebody and when they tell them that they are a football player, somebody will maybe go into a story about how they were a football star in high school and they, Sprained their ankle or did this or that or hurt their shoulder and they weren't able to go pro. You know, everybody has those people that they know who say stuff like that and you're like, yeah, totally. We totally have something in common. Cool. And then you walk away from that. Like, what was this guy even talking about? I'm sure other people have had that too. So now it is officially December. We are into the holiday season and things really start picking up, especially for the guys when they it seems like they get more busy or maybe more things just start happening during this time. And you wanna do a bunch of holiday festivities. Like we last year went to go see the Christmas lights. We went a couple times actually, cause we lived really close to a really nice neighborhood in Houston with really big houses and they went all out with their Christmas lights. So we went there a few times. We actually went there on Christmas as well. Chad and I and our roommate Kahala and his family went. So it was a big group of us and we sat in a circle and we opened gifts at the beginning of the day. I don't remember if they actually got the day off or if they just ended early. I think they have. They probably had to go in early because they don't get Christmas off. None of the guys get Christmas off, if you guys didn't know that. But they came back, we had delicious foods, of course. I don't remember what we made, but I know it must've been delicious because I'm big on baking. And we went and saw the Christmas lights at night, but before that, we just sat in a circle and opened gifts and kind of just hung out with each other. It was a nice day just to spend with them because, I mean, Chad and I were away from our families, but being able to spend it with Kahali's family was really nice and having like that vibe and that warm vibe of family and the atmosphere and not just it being us by ourselves on Christmas, which is fine. You know, that's something that you have to deal with too. We've definitely spent some Christmases uh, in different places. I think we were in. Actually, I wasn't there on Christmas with him when he was in Colorado. I was there up until a couple of days before because my birthday is a couple days before Christmas and I Went home to celebrate with my family, but we definitely have spent some holidays apart even when he was traveling. So he's had to deal with that. But whenever we are traveling, I try to make it a little bit more like a holiday vibe. So I go to the dollar store, I'll buy things to decorate. And my biggest thing too is I need a Christmas tree. And obviously you're not gonna get a huge Christmas tree if you live in an apartment and you can't get a fake one because where are you gonna put it? You're just gonna throw it away after. So what we do is we just buy a mini tree, like a baby, like maybe a three foot tall tree and put it in a corner and put lights on. You can also get those from the dollar store, but Target also has some cheaper lights and the strands tend to be longer but we buy a little Christmas tree, we put gifts under it, and I like to take pictures of my cat who is just like Santa Claus in front of it. So that's what we did last year. We actually had a tree, and I like just sitting in front of the tree with the lights on at night and just getting the Christmas vibe, getting the holiday vibe, and sitting and doing work there, which is what I did last year and just had my hot cocoa. So when they were sleeping, because they have early practices, so I stayed up a little bit later than them, I would just sit out there and get the holiday vibe from sitting next to the tree. And also it just smells delicious. Since we are halfway through the season, I am noticing, I say this all the time though, like I'm noticing that there seems to be a lot more injuries than I am just aware of. Maybe that's just because I'm paying attention this year more so than other years, but seeing players' bodies that are breaking down and players who, let's say, players who are heavily targeted on certain teams who, haven't been healthy in a long time because that team depends on them to be most of the offense. Like if you're a running back and they give you the ball a bunch and you have to run a lot, that's a really high stress position on your body because you're running through big guys all the time, you're running through linemen. It's not maybe let's say like a receiver position where you tend to be on smaller guys if you're a bigger receiver and it's not like you're getting hit by a 300 pound guy every play. But players who are relied on for stuff like that, and even receivers as well, it's hard on your bodies and you're gonna break down sooner and faster than other guys who maybe are getting a rest in between routes, maybe who aren't getting hit every other play. So seeing that from players who have been targeted and who are, let's say, big name players, and that's why they're being targeted because they're really good players, but because they're being so heavily relied on by the team, they are breaking down. And it's really sad to see, and especially standing outside. If you're standing outside from a fan's perspective, that's, you know, bad for your team as a fan. But being on the inside, seeing that and knowing that those are... I mean, because everybody in the league, I guess, is your is the co-worker of your significant other. So your significant other's co-workers are getting these injuries. And it it feels a little bit more personal to you when you are in the league and seeing these guys and just feeling bad that all of this stuff is happening and having to go through the PT and it being later in the season. And if you're not a playoff team, it may be harder to come back. Like you don't have as much time as you may want in the beginning or just being exhausted, being tired from playing for months. And not just when the season starts, but doing all the camps and stuff like that, or going to the tryouts and trainings and flying out because that really takes it out of your body, you know, and being on the plane all the time actually affects you, you know, some more than others, everybody's body is different. And actually, ooh, the eating requirements that some people have, it's harder during the holiday season because you want to eat all the sweets, or maybe that's just me. But it's hard to keep to those dietary restrictions during the holidays, especially if you have to, let's say, make two meals for your significant other for you or your family. And if you have kids, I know that's a thing sometimes where you have to make two dinners, which sounds horrible to me. I don't like even making one if it's super elaborate but if you have those restrictions like that it just gets to be a little bit more difficult I was tagged in a post today a significant other of a player tagged me in a another post that a different significant other of a player had got in the book released a book published a book and I want to actually do more of I've done it a little bit on and off but I want to make also the page and the podcast as well include more small businesses or entrepreneurs or clothing stores or custom gear, cookbooks, Uh, I want to feature that in my podcast as well as on the page because this is a NFL ladies network. So actually I was thinking about doing a NF ladies network hashtag, which I started actually today. And I'm going to be putting that in my story highlights so that you can just see the different things that these women are doing, what they're releasing, what they've been up to, and just able to connect with them as well, like more on a business level than just watching them from the sidelines and being able to connect with them in that way and even support them and buy the product, buy the book, buy the cookbook, buy the gear, helping them out in that way. And just promoting that on your, social media profiles too liking or commenting it's like these small things too that really make a big difference and if you post something on your story all of your followers are going to see that as well so more people are going to see it so just doing it's something that's small that you can help these ladies who you have something in common with who are trying to do their own thing in the league while their significant other is playing on a football team something that you can do something that you want to do and just helping each other out in that way Cause this is a community, the NF ladies community and where we all can help each other out with some tips and tricks and the podcast page, being able to kind of be the catalog for all of that stuff and all of the tips so you can have it in one place. So I will be posting more stuff like that. Please tag me and post if you see that and you're following the Instagram page, go follow the Instagram page if you are not already because I post some stuff, quotes from the episodes. I post updates on things that I figure that are, that are happening in the NFL. But more so now, since it is the holiday season, I want to start posting things, especially if you're still doing some holiday shopping and looking for some gifts to give people to tap into that NF Ladies Network would be a great way to help support a small business, somebody that you have a connection to, and also buying something cool for your friends and family. So I am going to be putting something, one of those tags where you can write down a uh, you know, answer a question, a sticker. I think, yeah, sticker, that's what it's called. One of those stickers on my Instagram story on the NF Ladies Podcast Instagram page. So you can send me profiles. You can give me links to different websites that are run by NF Ladies just so that I can help support that and put it in one place for you guys as well. So it's like a one-stop catalog for everybody to go and look at all of that stuff and potentially to buy gifts for their friends and family. So on top of talking to different NF ladies, talking about updates that are happening in the NFL, I would also like to start including in this podcast I want it to be a safe space for people who want to explain their side of things so there have been things in the media and it's not just NF ladies who you know sometimes need to explain themselves because things are taken out of context it's people because of the internet now if somebody reads one thing it goes through their brain and goes through all their life experiences and it comes out maybe in a completely different way than you had intended it to I have friends who have been on TV and they, you know, they went in and they had an interview and they've talked to somebody and they said everything that they wanted to say and they were happy about it. But then let's say when it was aired live or it was put on a podcast or however it was distributed through the media, they had cut out some stuff they really wanted to say in favor of other things, other stories, other narratives that the media outlet wanted to push. So even if you feel good going into it and you got out all the information and you thought it was just gonna be right there, completely unedited, uh, the network or whatever it may be, may have edited it out. So watching it back, you may be unhappy with how that went or how it looks overall because it didn't include what you wanted. So it's very deceptive. Even if you think that you're going to be able to speak your mind, it's not always easy unless you do have a following or you do have a social media page. Not everybody has a social media profile. Not everybody has a podcast. Not everybody has a TikTok, an Instagram, a YouTube, whatever. I said YouTube, I sound really old, a YouTube account, but not everybody has that and To get your side of things is kind of hard for people sometimes, especially if nobody wants to listen to that. They're just reading the snippets and and the headlines and instead of really going into the article and seeing the meat of what actually happened, they just see this headline and they say, wow, that's terrible. And then they go on and give their opinion without even listening to your side of things. And it's hard to have an unfiltered take on the situation unless it's coming from you, the person who said it, or you have an easy way to disseminate that information. So I would like this podcast to be a platform for people to be able to tell their story, especially women who have gone through something and who are being criticized in the media because you are the significant other of a professional athlete and everything you do is going to be scrutinized. And generally people will tend to ignore you unless it is something crazy, it's a story, it's a big headline, then they're gonna pay attention to you. So yes, it's mostly about criticisms. I'm gonna actually read some mean comments at the end, but nobody for the most part is contacting me saying like, oh, you are so supportive, you are so good for each other. I mean, there are people who do that, but those aren't the ones that stick in your mind. You know, you always remember the bad comments that somebody said, whether that was because they were funny or whether that was just because they hurt you. You can just recall them a lot more readily than you can the positive things that people have said to you. And what's nice about a podcast too is that you just share a link and people can listen to that while they're driving, doing their chores around the house, they're working because it's so versatile, this media outlet podcasts are so easy to disseminate information, especially if you include the link on your Instagram page or wherever you're going to put it. It's it's easy. I think a podcast gives you that flexibility without somebody having to go out of their way to consume that piece of media because sometimes people just don't want to put in the effort and do that. They're like, I don't really care that much to go on my computer and do this. Not like it's really putting them out because they're on their phones anyway all the time, which are these mini computers. They can do all that stuff, but just making it into something that people can easily digest. I try to, I say, I try to treat people like they're four years old. I try to hold their hand and walk them to something because they're not gonna go out of their way and do it. And I'm not saying that I'm somebody who will just go and dive in deep if I really wanna figure something out. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, okay, if it's not a swipe up, if I can't easily go and get this information that I'm not gonna even look for it. But just making it as easy as possible for people to listen to your side of the story and how it actually went down. The thing that made me want to include this or just kind of get this stuff out there and listen to her side of the story, her being whoever comes on, was Pretzelgate. That If you saw that by Kelly Stafford, which Pretzelgate sounds ridiculous in itself. But what happened, I guess, in a game was she threw a soft pretzel at somebody. And I thought it was funny that the thing that I saw had to include that it was a soft pretzel. And people were giving her mess for it. And I'm sure that people aren't thinking of it from her side of the story. But first of all, she went and she apologized. She has her own podcast, so it's easy for her to disseminate information in that way because people will listen and she's gonna keep in what she wants to keep in. She's not gonna filter things out to push a different narrative. So. She had that platform, not everybody has that platform. But also, you don't think about what happened before that. I mean, she's telling you what happened before that, but the headline is Pretzelgate, she throws pretzel at somebody. And I've been to these games. I've heard what people yell. And if they know who you are, and they're just gonna try and get under your skin. And I'm sure, and it actually looks like that's exactly what happened. People seemed like they were targeting her because they knew who she was. And so they were heckling her during the game. So you don't hear that stuff, you probably, you're not going to know you don't know the stuff that they said to her and she's not going to say that she's went on she said her piece she's apologized and that's all you can expect from somebody owning up to a situation but also understanding where that reaction came from it's not just looking at the headline and walking away and thinking somebody is a terrible person but I mean what else can you do as a human we all make mistakes she apologized she said stuff on her podcast to explain the situation And that was that, you move on. But not everybody has that opportunity or the ability to make those amends, to right those wrongs and to tell you what actually happened in their own words and not just reading it on TMZ or a gossip blurb. And I looked at a couple articles just because I know there was something behind the scenes. I know that something happened obviously to trigger this because it wasn't just her turning around for no reason and throwing a pretzel at somebody. So I was like, okay, I actually wonder what the situation was because I'm sure somebody was saying something horrible. And she said like at the end of this article, I think that people tend to, even like on social media, reach out to me is because her husband Matthew does not have social media. So they have to get to him through her. And that's also ridiculous because the need or you wanting the need to want to contact somebody to tell them that you're unhappy with the way that they played a complete stranger is like an odd odd compulsion to me to want to do and feel like you have to do that. So she said that she just gets hate like that regularly just because they can't get to him. And she's glad they can't get to them, get to him, but she's able to take it. So seeing that made me want to open up this platform to also be a space where women could tell their own side of the story of what actually happened and easily share that situation with other people so it's not just seeing a headline and that's it. And certain women are targeted more because of who their husband or significant other is. So her husband being a quarterback, people are going to have a lot more to say about him than say another player. And fans are going to feel very passionate about what they think the quarterback should and should not be doing, even though they have zero knowledge of what really goes on behind the scenes in football and how it actually works. So if you are the significant other of somebody who is well-known, it is harder. You have to take a lot more heat from people. You have to deal with things that other women, let's say in my position, don't really have to deal with. You don't have to deal with that many hate comments and DMs and messages from strangers. You do get some, I've gotten some before, which I will read to you in a little bit, but not just not as much because it's not as widely publicized. It's, you know, the headline catcher is quarterback's wife, this person's wife, if you're a big name. So that's what people are going to look at and that's what people are going to seek out. So if there has been a situation, it doesn't even have to be on this big of a scale, but a situation like that where you were misquoted through the media or where you actually wanna get out in an easy way, your own explanation of something that happens. So I will be reaching out to some women who I've seen who had let's say been misquoted in the media or who I've seen a situation and I know that's not the full story and I want to know the full story, or I'll, in my head, think, okay, this is a situation that I've been in. I'm sure this is what happened to elicit this reaction from her and just get to know that person better and just hear their side of the story. I do want to end this episode by reading some mean comments that I've gotten on my TikTok account. I've forgotten to actually put some of these just because I've been having discussions with different ladies and just other things have come up, but I will read two of them here for you that I've gotten on. I think this was both on, yes, this was on the video where Chad scored his first NFL touchdown. I was extremely, extremely shrill And I knew that, but I did not care because that was his first NFL touchdown and I was freaking out and me and all the ladies were screaming and it got a lot of attention and got a lot of comments from guys who thought that we were just stupid girls who didn't know anything about football. So here is the first one. You watched your man, but you don't know about football, but at least you know how to use his credit card. So you should be good. This one isn't really digging that deep. It's very standard. Obviously, the one they're always going to say, you spend the money and you sit there and you don't know anything and you're a gold digger. This one's pretty standard. I feel like we all get this in a different form, but this one I thought was pretty funny. And this one I think is my favorite out of all the hate that I got just because of the relevance of this and just me knowing myself and being transparent about my wants and needs in a relationship (laughs) but he said he could do way better you're a piece of work and I (laughs) I should actually link this video because I don't know actually why that comment was on this video I don't know what I said to make him think that I'm a piece of work being a supportive girlfriend and yelling at the top of my lungs because he did something amazing I don't know how that makes me a piece of work but that was my favorite one just because it didn't really have much to do with the video at all. I feel like there were definitely other videos where I was being extremely sarcastic where he could have put stuff on there but that one was on that video and I think it was just because it got a lot of attention. Oh my gosh now that I'm looking at it I screenshot them at two different times and one of them it had 362 comments and that second one came that second comment came in after there were 602 comments. So people had a lot to say about my yelling and me being excited on TikTok, but that's okay. You're allowed to have your opinion. And if it's funny, I'm gonna screenshot it and delete it because again, I don't need that negativity on my page. So that is the end of episode 20 of the NF Ladies podcast. I'm looking at the calendar right now and it's looking like, So Christmas is on a Saturday and New Year's is on a Friday. So I'm thinking that I will probably take the last two weeks of this year off to just self-reflect and relax with friends and family and really, and just sit back and celebrate the holiday season how I feel like it's supposed to be celebrated with me being relaxed and eating lots of sweets and goodies and being around the people that I love. So I will look to be releasing two more episodes in the next two, coming two weeks for you. So getting one more guest, maybe I'll give you guys two guests actually, and releasing those back to backs, back to back, um, in back to back weeks so that you can get two awesome NF ladies. So I will try to actually reach out to a couple people who I think can explain what happened in their own words without it being edited and coming completely from their own mouths. So again, reach out to me on the NF Ladies Podcast page. If you do have a company or a product or something that you're looking to share with other NF Ladies, I can keep it on the highlight page of my Instagram page and just share it widely for others to see as well. And I hope that you guys have a relaxing and peaceful beginning of the December month. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to episode 20 of the NF Ladies Podcast. My intro and outro music called Not Ready Yet is written, produced, and sung by my friend Kira Grove. Again, my name is Bryce Watts, and I'll see you next week.